From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Monday, March 28th. I'm Sarah Wright. The Board of Supervisors and County Council cross-examined two principals of a former mental health care contractor last week in hopes of learning how to lay hands on documents the county needs to satisfy a state audit. The county is obliged to provide specialty mental health care to Medi-Cal patients, which it does using state realignment money as a match for federal Medi-Cal funds that are distributed by the state. Last year, the county received about $9.5 million in realignment money, approximately $3 million of which was used for conservatorships. It's possible the state could withhold realignment money if the county can't produce records to show that mental health care rendered almost 10 years ago was billable according to state specifications. But the records were shredded two years ago, and the deadline to file legal action against the contractor is fast approaching. Last week's cross-examination was conducted under a legislative subpoena, which compelled testimony about who else might have copies of those records, including subcontractors and the county itself. From 2013 to 2016, a contractor called Ortner Management Group provided oversight of contracts for mental health care for the county's adult Medi-Cal patients. The mental health director at the time, Tom Pinizzato, had previously been a member of Ortner. Pinizzato's connection to the group led to a 2014 grand jury report into the appearance of a conflict of interest, but stopped short at asserting that he had actually used insider information for his own benefit. Ortner and Pinizzato both stepped down from working with the county in 2016. Ortner Management Group is since dissolved. However, at last week's hearing, former CEO Tom Ortner and former CFO Melissa Lance, who used the name Melissa Calicott during the group's years with the county, were represented by the same attorney, Dominic Signorati of Walnut Creek. Ortner and Lance testified that records were kept in QuickBooks and on computers they no longer have, then printed out and shredded. Contracts with providers, according to Ortner, were documented on paper and kept in three-ring binders, which he shared with the county. Ortner had a suggestion for County Counsel Christian Curtis when asked where to find the general ledger, the master accounting documents. If you were to attempt to reconstruct the records of the general ledger, what resources might you you, uh, look to? I wouldn't know where to begin. Uh, Accounting was not my uh, background. If I were to begin something like that, I'd, I'd ask the county for their information. Former CFO Lance testified about how the company kept track of other aspects of the business during the three years it worked with the county. I don't recall preparing a cost report for OMG. I did prepare the cost reports for all the subproviders. Did anyone prepare a cost report for OMG? The only one I could think of would be Gary Ernst, who was the contractor that I was told to work with on doing cost reports. Was there anyone within OMG that had prepared financial records for the purposes of medical compliance? No. Was there anyone OMG contracted with um, for that purpose? No, nobody that OMG contracted with. We were provided Gary Ernst from the county to assist with the preparation of the cost reports. Anyone else from the county? I feel like he was the main one. I kind of remember having a, um, a training provided by the county for me and the children's side, and it was Manny Orozco. I remember being at that meeting and speaking as well as Gary Ernst. After the testimony, Curtis said that Medi-Cal requires that records be maintained for 10 years after the audit is completed. Since the state has not yet commenced its 2013 audit of the county's mental health care billing, the clock hasn't started yet. There is a point of debate if Ortner was obliged to maintain records after the company dissolved. 
Curtis did advise the board that the period of time within which the county can take legal action against the company expires in June, but it's unclear exactly what the legal remedy would be. It's also unclear exactly what consequences the county would face if it fails to provide the documents, in terms of financial losses or its ability to provide mental health care using state and federal money. Supervisor Dan Jurdy, who was the only supervisor on the board at the time Ortner was hired, questioned Lance about her testimony regarding the company's lack of expertise in billing for Medi-Cal. In prior years, um, the county, in running those departments, running, offering those services, had uh, painfully undertaken um, audits by the state, and the state found millions of dollars in audit exceptions. And so there was not proper documentation of the services that had been provided by either county employees or by contracted providers. And so one of the principal reasons the county was interested in contracting out this oversight service was to provide greater quality assurance um, in that billing. And so I was really surprised to hear earlier in your testimony that that you as the chief financial officer of the company did not have expertise in Medi-Cal billing, but were in fact relying on information provided to you by one or two county employees. So is there anything you'd like to elaborate upon in your, your testimony on that point? Are there Were there other people working for Ortner that were in fact guaranteeing that the billing provided to the state was not going to be subject to a, a negative um, audit exception? I'm going to just make a quick objection for the record and it misstates her testimony and it's argumentative. But Melissa, go ahead and answer the best you can. What I understood is that I was to report all of the billing to the county fiscal clerks. And I did that in the format that they requested, accurate and complete. And then they took that information and they billed Medi-Cal directly, the county fiscal people, not OMG. We provided all the, the details and in the billing format that they requested, and they billed Medi-Cal. So we had no control over what they billed. Curtis said he did think some of the information obtained in the subpoena was useful and declined to comment on the county's intentions regarding further legal action. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.